Ladies and gentlemen, this is actually episode 10. We have made it this far and actually, very surprisingly, been pretty consistent with Every this. Every week for the past 10, 10 weeks. Well, no, more like eight weeks, I guess, because we launched with two episodes. We've been putting out varying degrees of content and in reels. terms of quality. Yeah. But you know what? Or for the people who have listened and give feedback. And there are some of you. Yes. I, I, whoever's listening, I don't want you to think like they're just saying this shit. No, there are. Like I literally was talking to somebody yesterday and today about like, oh, you said this. Why did you say that? You're yeah. a horrible person. I'm like, I'm glad to help. <laughs> I'm glad to give it back to the community. And this this is our job on this earth. This is our mission. But yeah, I think we've gotten a lot of good reception from both ends of our friend groups in general. Like we've combined them together with Hot Pocket. And shout out to my friends and Saad's friends that have been giving us support and actually actually listening, not just like listening because, oh, they're doing it, but like genuinely yeah. enjoying it too. So shout out to you guys. It on it genuinely makes us so happy yeah. to hear I, the text I, messages, yeah. the tweets. Somebody, I'm gonna quick anecdote. Uh, somebody and I told Sherry about this. Somebody I know called me because one of their friends was yep. like having a bad day and was very depressed or something, and my friend was in the car with this this person is their friend, and they put on an episode of our podcast. I don't know if it was like automatically loaded up or they right. just chose to pick it. And then that person who was having a bad day listened to our stupid ramble, like our stupid cold open. As they said, "Oh my god, this I is feel fun. so much better." Yeah, and that's that. That actually made me really happy. It's one person we affected essentially. Yeah, and that literally made our day. Yeah. So shout out to that friend and that person. I hope you guys continue to keep listening. And we just honestly want to thank people, and then we're about to get into the actual show. So again, thank you so much. Let's go. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> I'm back. We, we My missed you. My skin is peeling from the beautiful Florida sun. Hey, but you look nice and brown, boy. Thank you, sir. <laughs> it might be the whatever COVID variant I picked up down there because them motherfuckers are not vaccinated. Oh, no. They are not wearing masks. Mm-mm. So it's either some kind of I should have been wearing more SPF. And more Pfizer. I don't know which one I needed more of, but I got something probably. Definitely. I'm just kidding. I'm Pfizer. fine. I'm you, fine. I'm yeah. 100% fine. Don't worry, guys. He well, is. actually, I don't know. Maybe I'm carrying it. You're. You could. I need to cross all over my fucking <laughs> desk. Oh, yeah. But shout out to Jared and Sherry R, of course, for producing sure. an episode while I was gone. It was different. It was weird. I'm, of course, Sherry can attest to this because we did an episode, me and Jonah yeah. did an episode without Sherry R. Yeah. And it's weird, but also kind of interesting to hear an episode of your own podcast where you're, you're not the one talking. My thing was when, when I heard yours and Jonah's for the first time, I was super excited for that. One, I was definitely like missening out. When I was listening to it, I was like, shit, I want to say this so bad because you guys had good, interesting topics that, that, that week. But I was excited because I get to listen as a listener right. instead of kind of critiquing my own voice yeah. and how I say things. So that was, that was a fun part. Yeah. What did you, did you get that a little bit? Oh, like 100% listening. Cause like it's one, cause here's the thing you do the episode. So you record, you generally know who said what and when, and then we, both of us, some, most of the time listen to the raw footage, right? Not footage, raw audio. Yeah. And then we edit it. 
while editing, you're listening through it again. And so multiple like, times you're listening to this entire fucking thing, like five or six times right. before the actual episode gets published. Right. So it was really nice to just be completely removed and detached. Right. Share sends me to fire. Like, look, I finished it. Here it is. And I was like, all right, I don't know what's going to be said when and where. I don't know where the cuts are. I don't know where the edits are. I don't know where the topics are. You don't know what the, what the topics really were. Well, I knew you guys were talking about Simone Biles, but that's it. Yeah. And then there was a bunch of other stuff. So go listen to that episode if you haven't. Yeah. Go listen to all of our episodes. I like will apologize a little bit for the editing. It's a little choppy, yeah. but I'm working on it. Saad usually does the editing. And he has like the free will and Rome to do it. And he's picked up good skills. And this was my first go at it because, well, I, I had to. I wasn't going to be like, I wasn't going to record the episode and be like, hey, Saad, can you edit this? Yeah, I was <laughs> at the beach. I was like, brother, I'm not. No. I'm absolutely not. I wanted this. to edit it too because just so I could pick up the technical skills and whatnot. But um, but yeah, it was it was fun. It's actually like. It is fun. It's a little therapeutic editing mm-hmm. it too because like. I agree. Oh, this sound is going to be good yeah. here. The cat when, noise is going to be good here. When you get like the perfect lineup of two audio tracks it's it's the way you you envision it it's satisfying it's so nice or you find like there's been so many times where i had an idea of a sound effect Mm -hmm. and i'll go look for it like oh this would go great here and i don't find it but then i find something else yeah and it's like oh i stumbled upon a little little accident and that's kind of what happened today in regards to our topics oh that's exactly what happened today so originally we were going to talk about the vaccine mandates yeah but we went out for dinner, and we went to Chicken Roots Deli again. So this Once is actually again. the first time we did a repeat. Yeah. I got a Because it's that good? Because it's quite good, and I haven't eaten since 9 a.m., and I worked out, and then I yeah. came here. And by the way, it's like 9 p.m. right now. Yeah. We had coffee on the way, too, because, like... We're tired. We needed that coffee. Yeah. And so I had a Reuben. Yeah. I kinda, I'm kind of ashamed to say what I had. I really had a half-pound burger with yeah. chili on it and onions. I felt disgusted next to you. <laughs> I, 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 Man, I had I, you should. I look like a five year old eating that because yeah. it was all over my face. I had to put a napkin and the bib down just so I didn't get it on my white. You asked for, shorts. you asked your brother for napkins like three, six four. Times. T- yeah, it was yeah. really I, funny. I like, took all the napkins. Yeah, essentially. you're like, uh, can I get a napkin? Yeah. And I was like, shit, what the fuck? And just you look over and it's like half my face <laughs> yeah. is just chilly. <laughs> you look like a you look like a baby. You don't know how to eat. <laughs> That's literally how I am half the time. Yeah. Someone has to fucking carry my shit. So we got chicken roots. We ate. And we were walking around because we were looking for a place for coffee. Mm-hmm. We got the coffee. Then Cher said, let's go to the comic book stores. The Capital Comics. The store's called Capital Comics. It's right Pretty there famous, yeah. on the street. And so we walk in, looked at a lot of cool art. A lot of um, comic books, of course. I think you Posters. wanted to... You, you were looking for what? An Iron I Man? I wanted like an Iron Man like figurine or action figure just so yeah. I could like, keep it on my desk at work. Kind of look like I have a personality. <laughs> <laughs> Buying a... <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Well, I'm going to roast you for this. Buying a figurine from like one of the most pop, commercially successful and popular brands yeah. right now is a personality. Yep. All right. Just 100%. Just want to know. I'll own up to it. What was the name of the book that caught your interest? So we were like walking out almost and I was just yeah. like looking and I think it was called like religion in comics yeah it's something like that so it was, had all these different religions was they were going to tell a story about them and i'm like flipping through and i do one big flip and i, I ironically to, opens up to this page. i think page. god came down and said i'm giving y'all a topic Allah was like yo i got y'all for today he <laughs> <Yo. laughs> was like yo check this shit out look at what they're doing in this book so we open up the book and the first thing we see is just like the introduction of islam through comics and pictures yeah this is a comic book, so y'all know where this yeah. is going. Well, again, to, to be clear, this is 
about how like religions are portrayed in comic books, not like the history of the religion. Yeah, right. I think I think it gave a bit history of the religion, Probably like when bit. it started and yeah. stuff. So that's that's where it really caught my eye because I saw a little boy comic book drawing of a little boy. Uh, you know, when Cher sees a little boy, he's like, "Oh yes, I oh I'm immediately fucking, I'm at the mouth immediately." Catches my attention, little boy. <laughs> Got this. This, you know, this can be used could terribly against me. Or to end your life. So, what, what was the thing that really caught you? So, when I saw that, I was like, "This can't be right." Like, they're not really depicting our prophet. It turns out they actually are. So, they literally depicted him as a kid and as an older, older gentleman. And I was like, "Wait a second! Like, this is like I'm actually looking at a book that's depicting the prophet." Mm-hmm. And then. They had the next. I turned the page. Just so I was like, let me just see what they're saying. They turned the page, and the girl is like, yes, we are depicting him, just like this Muslim um, artist did in six eighty five, whatever. Yeah. This Muslim artist did in this picture. This and, art, and just to add to that, the illustration is of like a white woman saying this. Mm-hmm. So the point they're making is that don't get mad at us for doing it because yeah. your people have your also people done have it. done this before. Which this is the whole topic, mm-hmm. in my mind does not make it right mm-hmm. just because other muslim artists have done it before mm-hmm. which is like out of the 1400 years of islamic history only a handful of pictures they could they could pull up from different various muslim artists from beforehand that had it up and i'll be the first to say that as not just a muslim as just a person of that like respects many other religions that when there is something that's very clear, mm-hmm. clear cut, like, hey, don't do this. This is extremely disrespectful to us. And you still do it in the name of, well, you guys did it or, you know, it's just art. To me, that's definitely crossing the line. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck do you stand? <laughs> <laughs> so if it's not clear, I think this can be the first, like, because we have a whole uh, list of topics that are related to this. This is going to be the first episode. Perfect for the... 10th, 10th episode, episode 10th anniversary where decade. i think Cher and i have serious fundamental disagreements yep. about this uh, not on every You're angle an infidel. Of, i'm an infidel <laughs> not on every angle of it but we have some disagreements about this which is good yeah because i think sometimes it, we get to a point where we're just like repeating each other and it's an echo chamber that's yeah. never helpful i'm not a person who believes in a bullshit of like oh you have to he listen to all sides because some sides are stupid yeah. but you also have to know how to talk to people and converse with people and argue for your own ideas to somebody who doesn't already buy them exactly it's easy as shit to like if somebody already believes the shit you say you don't have to make a case for it really right they'll just be like yeah fuck yeah so it's not about like islam it's not about religion i believe as a value neutral thing artists art requires you to kind of do whatever Mm mm-hmm not always because you know the the goal of any like specific piece and i don't necessarily mean like an illustration it could be like a comedy skit mm-hmm. it could be a movie it could be a tv show song whatever the the thesis of every product is different but if you find that it's necessary and actually i'm already like leaning too much in one way and i'll preface it again if you find that it's necessary to do things that people don't like in service of your message mm-hmm. you should do it does that mean i have to agree with the message no but then you get into that territory of like who gets to decide what is and what isn't so that's your that's where you're coming from you're coming from the th- school of thought is that when someone is expressing themselves there should not be an overarching uh 
or body or organization or like society to be like that's wrong they should be able to express themselves how they want to well, no no it's it's not that there should or shouldn't be like the people are going to have issues with it right, right. like i understand that people who depict the prophet muhammad so yes i understand that no matter what art you produce people are going to have issues with it not always but oftentimes people will have issues with it because you are delivering a either a message or an idea it doesn't have to be like a deep idea or message it's just there people are going to have issues with it and again i mean this is this is part of the extreme part if you guys don't remember in 2015 charlie hebdo was this french magazine and they depicted the prophet muhammad in very let's be clear very racist islamophobic fashion right what happened after that they got shot the fuck up. Charlie Hebdo got shot the fuck up by and Muslim radical, extremists. Muslim yeah, extremists. extremists. Yeah. Yes, I would say that they're hundred percent extremists. Yeah, it should not come to that point. Of course, yeah. Because and I think we're, that's a very obvious. Yeah, point, right? look, yeah. It should not come to that point because if you are, and I get it, as a as a person who's extremely spiritual and religious and like believes every word essentially. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let somebody who disrespects the prophet, I'm not going to turn and be like, I got to go kill them. We're yeah. like, these extremists are doing that. It's like, yeah. yo, at that point, you're way less Muslim. I mean, you're, you're killing somebody. Yeah, you're killing yeah, somebody. There you go. And we all know the verse. So I don't even got to say it. Yeah. So, but I think, I think what, back to like how, where we're coming from. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you brought up Charlie Hebdo because I think I'm speaking on the specific term of artists portraying the prophet mm-hmm. i'm speaking on that and i'm Just saying that. i get yeah okay. you're looking at it at a macro perspective you're yeah. kind of like an overarching like yeah. they should be able to you know in a society be able to like express themselves and like yeah. push the Even if it's something like because i have other issue, religions like i have an issue with the way they're because they're being islamophobic like french people are fucking disgusting I mean, yeah they're straight up they smell bad too they can do whatever the fuck they want though yeah 100 yeah. percent. they could do what they want but I, I my opinion on this is extremely like i'm very firm in the sense mm-hmm. of like Listen, I'm not going to I'm not going to be cynical and say they deserved it. But if you disrespect a major religion and it's a very clear cut red line, hey, don't do this. And then someone retaliates, you're like, "Oh, you're going to be surprised by that?" Same thing with say hear, hear me out. Hear me mm-hmm. out. See, yeah, I I, I, I like I wince yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So it's the same thing with um Israel and Palestine. When Israel is the overarching fucking you know, conglomerate, well, conglomerate is more so for a business term, but like they're an apartheid state and they're not allowing Palestinians to fucking breathe. And then a group like Hezbollah, who's standing up for Palestinians, they come about, they come across and they form and they do something about it. They, Israel cannot be surprised that they got a reaction out of something. Okay. There's a problem with that analogy. Go ahead. When you're doing art, what harm are you doing to somebody? I'm sorry, you're not doing any fucking harm. You you can like be personally aggrieved and find that offensive, and it is offensive. Right. Offensive is not killing people, starving people, malnourishing. There's a huge difference. But I don't think that analogy holds up. I okay. Point taken. Like I, I, think, I understand the point you're trying to make. Like they, yeah, you you, you are inviting criticism. You're inviting criticism. You're yeah. inviting. You're you're doing inviting, something. Does inviting criticism. When you say something disrespectful or do something disrespectful, because mm-hmm. you and I say disrespectful shit about white people all the time, right? Do, is it okay for us to be like, oh, "What the heck, this white person like slapped me for saying that," and we shouldn't be like shocked by that? Like, of course. Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm. Wait, I, I might be con- con- misconstruing it, yeah. but yeah, like if I say some disrespectful shit to a white person, yeah. or someone claps back at me. Yeah. 
I would literally be like, well, yeah, I mean, they got a point to like clap back at me or like smack yeah. me or whatever, you know, be like, yo, you're, you're, you sound like a fucking yeah. liberal piece of shit or like progressive, yeah. whatever. I mean, obviously the, the difference is like slapping is not killing. Of True. Course. Right. And again, not saying that they deserve that aspect yeah, of no, like I, killing. I, I'm not saying Sheriff honest. thinks that. Yeah. I need to be very clear. I'm just saying that you cannot be surprised when you disrespect a religion like they did. Mm-hmm. And if they depicted the prophet in another sense. I would, you know, it would, I think it would be a different conversation mm-hmm. about like, yo, they just depicted him. They just made like a rendering of him. People, like, would, people say, would still be outraged by it, but it's not in the manner, like the manner that they did it yeah, at it was, was like, he was like, a, a, yeah. they would depict him as a pedophile and yeah. like, go look at Charlie Hebdo's history of like the shit that they've drawn up yeah. against Muslim women and like just black women too. I think they did a piece on Serena Williams too. It's extremely yeah. like homophobic yeah. it's like any kind of phobic there is yeah. it's like they're at the top of the fucking food gold, chain. Medal. gold medal gold medal olympic champions of hate of uh hate speech undisputed I guess, for that. undisputed yeah. well here's here's my issue with that though because you said i'm not talking about the macro right. i'm only talking about the specific instance islam yeah how do you draw that line like other than your personal belief system yeah. like how, how do you make it so like okay we as society are drawing a line how do you draw that line why is it okay for us to enforce that with Prophet Muhammad, mm. but then not something that something else, some other group of people might find deeply offensive. Here's the thing. I think we give it to that group that that belongs to and let them essentially make the rules for but it. But now we're getting to the argument of like the monolith. How many Muslims are in the world? In the world? 1.3 billion. 1.3 billion? Yeah. All right. Who's speaking on behalf of 1.3 billion people? 1.3 billion, like half of them probably don't even know about this shit Charlie Charlie Hebdo Hebdo, or like um, comics depicting right but I think it's a pretty it's a pretty again like there's two Muslims sitting right here right and we have on opposing sides on this but it is the religious sense of it the Mm -hmm. religion in itself and like well I can't say the hadiths or anything but the long standing message has been like hey first of all we don't in Islamic art we don't depict creatures because actually the, the whole thing is that like that's why Islamic art is more so architectural and like geo geometric and design because in Islam no one can create the image of a, of a human outside of Allah. So that's why most Muslim artists throughout history they don't even depict like people because we cannot physically make people and like there there's also like different imams say that hey like if you're wearing a shirt that has like a face on it or like a cartoon on it like you 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 necessarily can't pray in it. And I know, like, this sounds, like, way more conservative, and it is, but th- that's my point. It's, like, you just kind of, there's, there are definite yeses and nos to the overarching religion, right? And what you want to do within that, you can, you have the free will to do it, like we are. I'm standing more on mm-hmm. this side, you're standing more on this side. But the subject of, hey, drawing the prophet is wrong is still there. It's yeah. still wrong. But that only applies to muslims then yep and i think if so but now we're getting to this territory of like only people of group x can talk about or depict or do art related to things of group x if they did which is kind of like a hermetic thing now we're not like really allowing for cross-cultural exchange of that which i'm not saying like charlie that's not that's just offensive yeah by the way but how do you draw again how do you draw that line because it's fundamentally this is not about this is about people's like hurt feelings 
that's really what this this like people are have the feelings hurt it's about something deeply personal and religious and or like, disrespectful and too. no it, it is disrespectful, disrespectful but like the world is full you have to be okay with like disrespectful shit yeah yeah that's just the world the world is full is like almost 8 billion people yeah oh and again let's just preface this again by saying that Charlie Hebdo has done this for a really yeah. long time yeah so this is kind of like a, it's it's a different case in a sense because it's not just like oh like we're just talking about a general topic we're wait we are talking about a general topic but we're also talking about a specific yeah. case or we're, we're mostly lingering on this specific, specific case. case yeah granted the comic book you were reading is kind of different although they reference a Charlie Hebdo yeah. thing so although I want to ask you a question mm-hmm. given what they pointed out and you right. kind of skirted this if I'm being honest Muslims who who are like who are adamantly Muslim mm-hmm. and are artists mm-hmm. and they depict creatures right and the Prophet Muhammad because they're certainly like I'm sure it's more than a handful of times that's happened throughout history. Sure, yeah. It just it, we're just talking about like one. I'm not very well versed in art history in general, yeah. and I, I don't am think. I. Yeah, so I'm sure there's plenty of time. Even today, like if a Muslim person draws a woman in a hijab, is that like you could probably make the case that's technically Islamic art and that shouldn't be allowed because as a creature, is that like is that something you would stand? But would you stand on that stand? Stay up. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> goddamn, <laughs> when it comes to drawing the prophet, I'm very hard. Like yo. That's uh-huh. just not what you're supposed to do. So even for Muslims, you would... For even even for Muslim artists. Uh-huh. Like, even, like, those the artists that in the book that they were like, hey, mm-hmm. by the way, this person did it. This. Yeah. And also just absolutely do not like when you're justifying your terrible action by other people's terrible actions. It's like, hey, like, I depicted him because, look, this guy also depicted him and this guy, this guy. That does not make... Just because somebody did it beforehand does not make it right. I generally agree with you, although like I, I see the point they're making in this case. Right. Like, yeah, because like, hey, your because, group did it. Yeah, it's like Be your group's done this. Your group, your group, on the one hand, says you can't do this, but your group, and I'm using group very loosely. We're yeah. talking about like individual artists. Yeah. Members of your group have also done this. Why aren't you raising an issue? Granted, that was like again historical stuff, so it's like yeah. I'm not going to bitch about somebody who did something in 1400. Yeah, and then back maybe Christopher Columbus because he, you know, <laughs> yeah, he does some bad things. Yeah, and back to like if another Muslim artist draws a Muslim woman in a hijab or like people in general, yeah. right? Like, hey, that like in as a Muslim artist, like sure that's not allowed, but I'm again they're operating within that whole overarching subject of hey it's wrong just like me and you are right now mm-hmm. right you're, you're again i'm going back going back to it. you're like hey it's it's okay with this i'm more on the hey no it's not yeah and that's okay me and you are operating within that umbrella and if they're doing that they're if they're drawing people and whatnot it's okay if they're doing that because they're operating in the umbrella they know that hey this is not this is not right but they have the free will to do it and that's fine so what makes this different from them drawing muhammad because they're aware that it's like technically wrong right making a choice though right because well i mean I, it, to it, me it's, it's fairly simple because pre- president can you tell we get really politi- political <laughs> so to me it's fairly simple because prophet muhammad sallallahu is the most hot like you can't get like more of a perfect human in the sense of like islam right Mm -hmm. he is like the whole religion is essentially based off of him so it's a he is the highest of high muslims Uh i'm very hard no like you cannot draw him if you want to draw people that's up to you that's fine Mm -hmm. like that's that's where art will express itself but that is just a red line to me that's just like a if that's that's where i draw the line underneath of it draw whoever you want i just my thing with that though is if you're not of the religion 
Mm-hmm. If you're not, you don't, that's not your rule set. I didn't, it's like, be, just because you chose that or like we're, we're raised in that belief system and spirituality. Like if I'm speaking from a perspective, like I'm like a Christian, like I'm a, let's, I'm a English Christian or whatever the fuck, right? right? This, those aren't my rules. And I want to create, or for whatever reason, put aside like whether it's like offensive or like I'm actually like being very right. uh, celebratory of mm-hmm. the Prophet Muhammad, right? Right. It's like that's not my. That's your rules. Those are right. those. That's something mandated that you've mandated upon yourself. I think. Why do I have to abide by that? Because I think it's just morality. It's morality. I think it's morality. I think it's ethics. That sometimes it is very objective, like it's. You know, it's like on a certain thing. For Muslim, it might be objective, but I think in morality and as a just if you have a good moral compass, there are subject or sorry, subjective rules. Sorry, did I switch that up? Is it objective? It's sub. It's the overarching one. Things that are subjective, but this is an objective. Objective, sorry, objective. objective Like there's only one. Yep, I think that's there's some rules of morality that is just an objective thing. Note, I went last time I was in Pakistan. I went to the Punjab Sahib Gurdwara, mm-hmm. which is one of like the bigger Gurdwaras in in Pakistan. It's very like significant to yeah. um, the Sikh religion. In there, actually, they have a handprint of Guru Nanak Dev Singh Ji, uh-huh. where he like stopped a freaking boulder from coming at him. Yeah. And when we went into there, first of all, they wouldn't let us in. And I was completely okay with like, because they were having like a sick day in there and they were having a thing and the, the guards were like, hey, sorry, like they're ha- this, their own thing and they're a minority religion in Pakistan. So they were yeah. like, and I was, and we drove like 30, 40 minutes for it. I was like, all right, no worries. Don't want to push anything. Then my cousin calls my dad. My dad's pulling strings. He lets us in. <laughs> oh yeah, ha- it happens. But when I went in, there was a, there was a sick guy. I was like, hey man, you tell me what to do. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. So I gave the reins to him. I tried to learn more about it. Like, yo, what am I supposed to do? And, you know, he told me the ways. Let me go down into the water, put my hand in the handprint, which is honestly amazing and spiritual yeah. experience and whatnot. But I let their rules dictate what I was going to do within uh-huh. that Gurdwara. I would do. I would say the same thing if I'm an artist or just like a, like you said about if you were a Christian, uh, your rules don't apply to me. Yeah. But technically, the, the objective morality of it, it should apply to you. Because you don't want to, you know, desecrate a religious site. If I was in Hawaii and I saw some Polynesian sacred site, I'm not going to go and like willy nilly just walk around it. There's specific rules that I would have to follow there. So I don't I don't disrespect or, you know, desecrate their sacred site. Yeah. So I think when it comes to religion, well, also and like maybe because I am rules on site, yes. like you're also like abiding by literal yeah. on site rules. Yeah, I think there was another story about this American um, tourist. It's one of the South Asian countries. It might have been Malaysia. I'm gonna name all of them. One of them, <laughs> one of the Southeast Asian countries. And this guy was like drinking, and he went outside and peed on a wall. Yep. Turned out that fucking wall was like a holy site. Mm-hmm. And again, he didn't know it, but and he went to jail for it. So there's rules there, you know what I mean? So that that, I just, maybe because like I come from like a religious, well, I don't, not that religious. My parents are very progressive. Well, you can be progressive and religious. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. They're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess maybe, maybe it's just where I come from. And like, people don't know, like I was born in Pakistan and like kind of raised there. I have some that like I literally have like very fob tendencies yeah. and stuff. Like I sometimes think about that shit and I'm like, damn, bro. Like yeah. I was dead ass. Like if I wasn't in America, dude, I'd probably be like, I don't know. I don't even know. You, what you, I'd be you like, like were raised in Annapolis when you came here. Annapolis is like is as white shit. Very, you get. Dude, I went from 
Pindi, like yeah. Punjab Pindi, Pakistan, to France, the most racist shit. Went to school in England, Saudi Arabia for a little bit, got my religion on there, and then we finally moved to the United States. You, and then I was on a, I was wearing boat shoes. The you whole went time. from shawarkamis to Sperry's and salmon board shorts, and in between had like baguettes and tea and crumpets. Yeah. <laughs> my man's uh, <laughs> a globetrotter, <laughs> Harlem globetrotter. But I would say so. Going back to what we were discussing, yeah, I would say the difference though is that there's a difference between. Again, there's a reason why I said on-site, like mm-hmm. literal on-site mm-hmm. versus creating art. Yeah. And and I want to be very clear. When I say art, and I, I kind of referenced this before, I don't want people to think that I think all art is like... Good or okay to... Good, okay, deep, complex, that all art needs to have a message. Like, this is something that often gets talked about in movies. Like, I'm fine with there being dumb movies yeah there's plenty of stupid fucking movies that i like that are just yeah. like pure just popcorn wanna... fun i also like movies that are more deep yeah in and, depth and, and complex more of a message right i but my general rule is that like that should be up to the artist to decide and if they and it, if they want to listen to constituent voices mm-hmm. they arguably should to some extent to some extent you should listen to pushback but it's ultimately you have the choice to do whatever and i think ultimately that power of execution the ability to execute on what your vision is that should be left up to the artist and yeah. not elsewhere because then you create too many societal constraints on like we don't like this we don't like that i don't think art is supposed to be because again what you're kind of saying and anybody can like take this is like art is supposed to be what i think it is mm-hmm. well, it's supposed to line up that uh, that person that artist that visionary again visionary is a very loaded term because not all artists <laughs> it. like you have like little dicky little dicky's not a fucking visionary come on <laughs> All art is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think the pursuit, and this is like a kind of a different point, but I think like the pursuit of making art that is that tries to appeal to everybody, it ends up being bland and nothing because it has no real identity yeah, to it's, itself. Yeah. Like, it's just trying to appease everyone. And I'm going to say something that might piss you off. That's my, that's my fucking problem with Marvel. It's boring because it, it tries to appeal to everybody and be as family friendly as possible. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, no, I, I mean not just Marvel. It's like that's like there's a yeah. lot of stuff in like. In I this, definitely in this enjoy field. Marvel, but yeah, like I am I afraid to admit that they're just like appeasing everyone's yeah. money grabbing things. Absolutely, yeah. like no, that they're doing that shit. Yeah, is it fun to watch? Sure. Yeah, but no, I overarching argument that you're yeah. presenting, I do agree with. I mm-hmm. think that. Artists should okay, be able just, to. Let me just ask you like a, a very straight question. Then do it. Be honest, or uh, think about this for a second, right? And yeah. I'll probably, if you think too long, I'll, I'll edit it out. Don't worry, y'all. Okay. If you weren't Muslim, mm-hmm. or if you were raised far less religiously, or mm-hmm. didn't become as religious a person, would you believe this? Would I still have the same character I have? Like morally, am I the same person? You have to make that judgment on your own. Let's say you were raised in similar um, circumstances and situations, had similar life experiences, but without like. Islam being a huge part of it. Right. And when I, I say that, I don't mean you're not Muslim, but maybe... Like, again, I was, I'm raised Muslim, but yeah. I don't put Islam at the forefront of most of my, like, analyses of yeah. the world. Yeah, So I think, obviously, I think growing up, like, not Muslim and being a little bit different, I would have different life experiences mm-hmm. and obviously f- form different opinions on things. Yeah. But if I'm morally the same person, my characteristics are the same, mm-hmm. let's just... I'll switch it. I'll switch that question up a little bit. Let's say that they depicted... Jesus in a really wrong way. Right? People do that all the time. Yeah, and I still think it's wrong. I still think it's okay, wrong. Okay, but here's my thing with this, though. I don't hear Christians bitching about that. Well, no, there is, like, a group of... There are there are certainly, like, 
right wing evangelicals that bitch right. about that. But then there's plenty of Christians who like just don't care. Yeah, but that's and also I, because I, I, they've. I don't see that with Muslims. They've Muslims, affected. Okay, but uh, I, again, this yeah, is you a very different. I guess using Christianity might not be the best of examples because they've allowed that to happen they've allowed the depiction of yeah. jesus christ on the cross and the that's whole true. thing they don't, they don't have it's like a part, thing mandating yeah that's so true. i don't know i if it was a different religion and they were depicting him in a very racist way like mm. i would be i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily be as offended but i would as a human being yeah. i'm not saying you're not a human being <laughs> i would just <laughs> me as fucking a fucking alien <laughs> no i would just i would genuinely be like that's wrong uh-huh. like that's just that's crossing the line. My, 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 Even if okay, it's a fucking yeah. rock, if it's a yeah. sacred rock somewhere in like a island somewhere, and this is the tribe's like main thing, and you're like, eh, it's a fucking rock. It's like, okay, it it could be a rock, but it's not a rock to them. Yeah, it is something special to them. So why are you going out of your way to just be like, hey, that's just a fucking rock. Look at these people just worshiping a rock, but to them, it's not just a rock. Let them have it. That's my thing. So if anybody says what you said did or, or like depicted was offensive. You should take that into full consideration. What do you what, like? I mean, that's a, that's a very pointed question, of course. Ooh. So, like, is the basic premise is that, like, in the rock example, right? right? There's a group of people who worship this rock. Yeah, we'll call it Rocky. Okay? <laughs> Rocky We're is, is, is sacred. A um, cow fucked Rocky, and that's the birth of this island nation. And the people of that lineage mm-hmm. are saying that's offensive. You can't, you know, Depict. we have a history behind it. Okay. Yeah. So the general idea here. The construct is that if people of a group say it's offensive to talk about or, or whatever in regards to something that they hold dear to their group identity, yep. should you always listen to that? I think so. Because always. In, if, if that group is saying that this is a sacred thing, do not go against it. Here we go. Uh, this is going to be like a fucking inner interstellar like inception oh analogy out oh, of analogies. Oh my God. We're like in a black hole at this point. Take the N-word, for example. That belongs... Oh, my God. <laughs> that belongs to black people. Black people have the power to dictate mm-hmm. if it's offensive, if it's not. When they use it, it's not offensive. It's an mm-hmm. endearing term. But mm-hmm. when a white person say it, they're like, yo, that's fucked up. So, okay, I listen... Le- le- okay, so, let's... let's let's. I'm going to take off the kitty gloves for a second. <laughs> let's get away from, like, examples that are very, like, clearly, like... Clear-cut. Cl- like, more clear-cut. Yeah. I'm not going to say but very think, clear-cut. Okay, go okay. ahead. There's plenty of like Jewish people who don't like when you make cartoons that are criticizing Israel and like arguably the caricatures are like because of like because you know caricatures and cartoons have like very strange proportions. Right. Like, they're not right, like human right, proportion, right, right. right? There are plenty of there's plenty of times where like people who are super pro Israel will say that's anti Semitic, like I can interpret that. And like yeah, they there's like a, a case to be made that like because a nose is a little bit bigger bigger mm-hmm. You are kind of making light of it. You are kind of... And put aside, like, your personal distaste of Israel. Of his, yeah. By that logic, you should be saying the same thing. Yeah, I would. I would be. If if they're predict, if predicting... If they're uh, depicting Jewish people with, like, long noses and they're hoarding money and yeah. shit, that's fucking wrong. No, I'm not that's saying, racist. Like, just if, but if somebody just makes that claim... Right. That, like, it's offensive and you need to take it down, what would you say? Like, you can't, you can't do this. This is anti-Semitic. We're just saying that even though, like, it could be a point you agree with. Right. And we're, this is a criticism of a nation. The point of this, of the art, is to criticize a nation, say. This art has, like, a message and a purpose. Right. You don't or have to make... Po- making, like, light and, and, and shedding a certain angle on a situation. I guess I wouldn't make I, I wouldn't make a good artist because I would not depict that person to be, like, a super, like, in a racist way. I'm not if saying, I'm, like, I'm not, again, I need to be clear. I'm not saying it, like, 100% is... 
They're just saying they're it just is. interpreting it. They're interpreting it that because again, this also what this is all about. This right. is about interpretation. interpretation. It's about personally, I feel. Interesting. I don't. Like, I'm obviously I'm using the example of somebody like I would disagree with. Right. But I don't disbelieve that people who are pro-Israel, like Zionists or or the Jewish people who say that, I don't disbelieve them when they say like I personally actually feel attacked. Right. I don't care that they feel attacked. Right. I have no. Right. He's like I generally have no problem with that because there's like. One, in this case, a purpose, like a political purpose behind it where I agree. Right. Two, I just think art should be able to, you you can't like just draw a line whenever you want to because then that line will be drawn by somebody else at some point. It might not be something you agree with because right. I'm not saying you specific. I'm saying like you as like a universal thing. Right. Because we've like allowed that like, oh no, it's okay to like sense. And I'm not saying, I'm not like 100% pro like free speech. There are like elements where I think like, Calls to violence and such, where obviously, like, you need to fucking clamp that down. Right. Right? But this is not, like, a call to violence. This is just something that's, like, offensive to people. Right. What would you say then? It's the same idea. It's just... Right. Yeah. I mean, I I understand where you're coming from Uh with that, and I can see the the validity in that argument, because I... I don't want to get too deep into like different analogies and shit, but like, <laughs> oh, man loves his analogies. I, you know what I mean? Like, posting on the internet. Uh huh. Who's to say that hey, this is offensive, this isn't offensive, and like control that and be the overarching thing? Where I, I think people should be able to post what they want yeah. and say what they want. Mm-hmm. If they want to say f profit, yeah. you know, profit m, I don't even want to say those lines together. Yeah, they're allowed to do that. Yeah, that's freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. That's what you're. And unless you're inside, I guess. I guess my thing would mm-hmm. be intention. Okay, go ahead. Because if your intention, like you said with the Israeli cartoon, Mm -hmm. if your intention is to bring light to the fact that, hey, look at what Israel is doing and you're making like a funny cartoon about that. I will say if you're making it like very racist where their noses are big and very like, you know, like how people would depict Jewish people. I would disagree on that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I think you can get that message across without being rude and racist yeah. because you have a ver- very valid argument against Israel. Yeah. Whereas in Charlie Hebdo, they were being extremely racist. Okay, now let's let's kind of synthesize those two positions real quick. Okay. Because also we've like lingered on this, this yeah, we, topic long, far longer. Well, I, I think the, the next thing we can dovetail very nicely. Into yeah. this. Okay, so you said criticism of Israel, obviously we both kind of agree with that, but if it's done like an anti-Semitic way, that's like, right. you know. All right. What if I'm just gonna throw Lay a hypothetical? It on me. Lay it on me. What if somebody criticizes Saudi Arabia because mm-hmm. there's a shit ton to criticize? Absolutely. And they use a satirical depiction of Prophet Muhammad to get their point across. It's not necessarily like they're they're. It's not that they're um, portraying Prophet Muhammad as like a monkey or anything right. like that, right? But it's like very animated. It's very over the top, and they're kind of yeah. using Prophet Muhammad to make like a point. Mm-hmm. In the depiction, and it's a criticism of authoritarian regime. Right. Where do you stand on that at that point? I because would, it's, it's it's kind of synthesizing. Do I do I agree with the message? Yes. Do I agree with mm-hmm. how they got the message across? Probably not. Yeah. Because then again, I, I have a very hard line on depicting the prophet. Mm-hmm. Other th- and this is like a personal thing. I'm not saying that this is how it should be. Yeah. I, and that, and that's a lot of my views. Like yeah. when I when I'm very like hardline, like no, yeah. this is right or wrong. It's a very personal yeah. thing. I'm not gonna go ahead and like do something about it. Yeah. Just because I don't eat pork, I'm not gonna yeah. stop my friends from eating pork. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a personal thing for me. That's crossing the line. Mm-hmm. If you're depicting the prophet, you're crossing the line. Yeah. But the message that they're trying to send to yeah. Saudi Arabia, how they're 
doing shit. Yeah. You could do that with I mean, and, and of course, like, I, obviously, I understand that this is, like, a very personal point for you. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm just, like, I'm trying to make it more macro because at a certain point when, when we, and I don't just mean us two, I mean, like, right. everybody, if you only talk about, like, this is how I personally feel about it, then, like, I don't know what the point of the contribution of exactly. the conversation is. And I, right? and I will, and I will agree or concede the fact that there are there going to be times where this position plays into another position yeah. and I'm like, Oh yeah. wait, this is, this is different. And that might sound a little hip, hip, hypocritical. Yeah. Sure. I think, I think that's, that comes with having like a lot of like, you know, hard positions where if you're like, don't do this and then something along those lines happens, mm-hmm. but it's not that yeah. near and dear to you. You're kind of like yeah. easing off of it. I understand. And I, I'm, I'm open to that suggest like yeah. ability and, to happen. And, and I need to be clear really quickly because it sounds like I'm like being really an asshole. I am not removed from these criticisms. There are so many things that 100%. like, there are so many like instances where like a personal belief of mine runs into like a contradiction. And yep. I, I honestly like, I'm generally like a very a much like a free speech person. I don't like when these giant tech platforms just censor whoever the fuck they want. Exactly. I, I think that's I, dangerous. I, I, yeah. I have a problem with people who like, because it's somebody they disagree with, they're like, yeah, yeah fuck. Yeah. It's like, I, no, that's a problem. So you're taking that. But, I, this but you is, know this what? Is what? I, I don't have, but it, let me just finish the point real quick. Go ahead. I don't have an answer for like, well, what should we do about like right wing disinformation? That is one of those areas where like my free speech tendency, like belief system runs into a problem because like, I think something should be done about that. And I don't know how to cross that line. Exactly. Like, I'm not, we're like actually here to have like a thoughtful, nuanced, complicated conversation. Because like we said at the outset, if you're just fucking talking to somebody who agrees with you. Yeah. And you're like, I believe this. Fuck yeah, I believe that too. That's pointless. Yeah, I had to like actually make a case to share you about what it, I yeah. believe, and share had to make a case from where I my dark viewpoints. Yeah, they're, they're different viewpoints, and that's what I say. That's what I was saying. I I appreciate all like the where we stand on this because it's under the same umbrella but on different ends of it. Yeah. You know, it's like the same. It's like the same coin, two different sides. Um, and, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate the whole, uh, you know, about the censorship because yeah. I, I, I feel the same way. Yeah. And I think it's very OK for you to come across the situations because you're bringing you're bringing that overarching topic like, hey, people should say what they want on the Internet and then right wing fake news yeah. or like something should be done. Something and you're just be- you're just applying that principle to this as well. Yeah. Which I appreciate yeah. because it's the same print like you're you're just bringing it yeah. over. And, and you, you I tend to do the same situations which um, challenge you and yeah. you don't have like a clean cut answer. Yeah. You have to be prepared for that. Yeah. we have another topic it pairs nicely with this one and actually it's a callback to last episode if you yeah. guys haven't listened to that Kasad couldn't sit down and not speak so yeah. now he wants to speak on what we I talked about say, last well, really I wasn't going to say anything until we like again accidentally stumbled upon this, this one entire I, episode and I just realized like oh you know what this would actually go nicely so I'll, I'll bring it up as well right um, so just very quick recap Cher and Jared Jared was our uh, guest co-host last week shout out Jared they talked about Simone Biles and if you guys don't know, Simone Biles is the fucking Olympic gold medal winning. Yeah, she's uh, a gymnastic go. She pulled out of a, an event because of team. mental health problems, yep. uh, specifically that 
she was afraid like i'm not like up to snuff if you fuck up in gymnastics yeah, you you can die yeah Let, you got the it. margin of error is very small you're yeah it's it's insane and so there was a whole discussion about you know her prioritizing mental health people making like fucking sexist or racist remarks yeah. towards her i i'm gonna reserve what i think about that specific thing because i do have a kind of a hot take on that <laughs> but we're only gonna talk about specifically share and jared and i actually i think i brought this up to share michael che michael che is is he on snl snl yeah he's a comedian on snl when this all happened he went on instagram and said look i got like 30 minutes worth of simone biles jokes i want to make I'm not gonna make it because I think he realized like, oh, he I could get in trouble for like. I don't right want to. Yeah, I don't want to put it in writing. So instead, <laughs> I'm gonna open. You know how you do like open like a question, question box thing, on yeah. Instagram stories, and he like had people send in their jokes, and he reposted them, and then he would like add a comment and rating. Yeah. And one of them was like the Larry Nasser thing, which you guys don't know. Larry Nasser was the doctor, right? He was he was official team doctor, official who, team doctor, and he uh, fucking sexually assaulted a bunch of. Young women, three hundred plus, three hundred plus. They're all over twenty five years. My, from most a, of them are minors. Yeah, from ages twelve to like twenty one, twenty two. Like yeah. all of them. He's, and Simone Biles is one of them. She was the last standing one of them too. She's the last one yeah. who got affected by him. And someone made a joke in Michael Chase thing, and he reposted it. And I, I remember the joke. Actually, I'm not gonna lie, it was a pretty good joke. Did you, <laughs> no, okay, no, did no. you actually see the joke, or did you just hear about what happened? I hear, I heard about it. Okay, so I'm going to tell you the joke. Okay, read it. <laughs> the jo- okay, I'm paraphrasing it. The joke was, and somebody sent this to Michael Che. Michael Che gave it a nine out of ten, but then he also said like distasteful. Yeah, but he, he was being like a little bit tongue in cheek with that. Of course, he He's was like, the whole the whole time. Yeah, of course, the whole thing. Yeah. The joke was, oh, Simone Biles and Larry Nasser have something in common. They have mounting pressure. Mm. That's not a. I got to be honest. That's not a bad joke. When I say it's not a bad joke, I'm talking about like. The construction of like a joke from a premise to a punchline, like that's right. like a good punchline, right? In general, put aside like what you think of the right. situation, because obviously, as I've pretty clearly laid out, I don't think highly of Larry Nasser. Yeah, like obviously. I don't want people thinking like he's an apologist. Like shut the fuck no, up. No, absolutely not. And so you guys, and, and please, like if if I mischaracterize what you said, and Jared's not here, so I can't. Yeah, yeah so I'll speak for the white Jared, man. Jared, fucking DM me if, if you got a problem with what I said. Please, like, I don't <laughs> mean that like uh, dismissively. You guys like had a problem with it. And said something along the lines of, the joke should be to punch up and not punch down. Because that is like a punch down joke. Yeah. kind. Well, not really, honestly. Okay. okay. So, I disagree with that. Right. Okay. And this kind of goes to my, my basic point with art in general. Mm-hmm. Art is not punch up or punch. It's not fucking anything. Comedy is not. You know what I think comedy is there for? Take a wild guess. It's very simple. To make people laugh. Just to make people laugh. That's yeah. it. That is it. I, it. It does not need to be... Sometimes it's punch up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's punch down. And sometimes like there is truth behind a joke. When I say truth behind a joke, I mean the the comedian actually thinks this. I right? think all all good jokes contain some truth. That's like the yeah. whole saying of no, it. No, but right? I'm talking about specifically like whether the comedian thinks this is true. Right. Because there's so many jokes. I make so many like very offensive jokes. I don't believe any of the shit I'm I mean, saying. Yeah. And I think comedians have gone out of their way to kind of say that in yeah. the sense that, yo, like we're up here pretty much lying. Like we don't yeah. believe this shit. We're yeah. just trying to make you guys yeah. laugh. Yeah. Like it, I, I, he, I think, okay, it was Joe Rogan who said this. Oh. <laughs> so cause I was listening to like a whole brother like, podcast. Yeah. A brother podcast. Um, he was on stage and I was actually, so I wasn't like singly like going out listening to joe rogan mm-hmm. i was looking at um like it was like some album on uh spotify and i was just on my drive i was just trying to laugh so yeah. it was different comedians and i came across one of his clips and he was like yo like listen like i 
in this day and age, everyone wants to be like heard about something and be critical of something. He was like, I'm on stage saying shit. I, I'm lying to you guys. Yeah. I don't believe half the shit I say. Yeah. I'm just trying to make get a joke and make a laugh out of it. You yeah. know, that's completely fine. I, I again, like, like I said last episode, I tend to give in my viewing, you know, I give way more grace to comedians than I do anyone else, especially mm-hmm. not fucking politicians and shit. Right. So they have to go to push the envelope to say shit. You know, people I've I've laughed at Palestinian jokes. Oh, you yeah, know what I mean? So yeah, there's. And it's, I, I heard a really. Uh, I'm gonna tell you all a really fun joke. I'm stealing this joke from. I don't remember where I heard it. I'm, let me be clear. I'm stealing this one. Yeah. Because people have pointed out that Power Rangers is the person who bought it is Haim Saban, like who 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 bought the rights to it. Mm-hmm. Haim Saban's like this Israeli billionaire, right? Whatever, right? And so people made a joke like, "Oh, the monsters because it's owned by an Israeli guy." It's like, "Oh, the monsters, the Power Rangers fighting are Palestinians." Yeah, like it's a funny joke. Yeah, it's it a is. Good ass joke. Yeah. So in that, do I believe? Do I believe, like? Am I fucking anti-Palestinian? Absolutely no, not. Yeah. The whole thing with Michael Che is like, they're allowed to do that. And even my favorite comedian of all time. Dave, yeah. Dave Chappelle, he said some questionable, like he's made fun of like the LGBTQ community. He he likes to go in on trans people, and like it is, I'm it is transphobic. Yeah, oh yeah, some, yeah. but then he's he's talking about like titty fucking a trans person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's like giving props and also yeah. like making fun of them. I don't know. It's it's a it's a, he handles it a different way. Some of the shit is funny. Some of the shit I'm just like I wouldn't say it, yeah. but he's Dave Chappelle. Whatever. Yeah. My thing is that I said this last episode too. I just think it crosses the line where i genuinely will like disagree with it when it's making fun of a victim if mm-hmm. like i said last time if you're if you're making fun of larry nasser for being a creep 110 percent do yeah. it that's a good thing don't make fun of simone biles for her being assaulted uh-huh. literally pried on and shit yeah. like that you know what i mean like if you make that kind of joke i'm gonna stand on the side of saying yeah that wasn't that wasn't yeah. right you know, I, I will say I, I do. And you made this point like earlier and I do agree this one like comedians should not be fucking surprised when you say something like that and then get back like that. That part I do get pissed off when comedians are like, why is like, like, dude, you you fucking know. The, yeah. And own up to what you said. Like, I have no problem. Like, I say shit all the time on Instagram and Twitter. And I have gotten DMs from people who are like, that's fucking you can't say that's offensive. And I will just like, I'll roll with it because like one, I can like, I can fucking fight back. Like, yeah. yeah. That shit doesn't work on me, you idiot. Yeah. Or, not, you, yeah, not, or you can just be like, I don't want to deal with you. My bad. Or yeah. like whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll take it as it goes. So the reason why I said, and I guess I'm going to get into my Simone Biles take. The reason, part of the reason is like, this is not punching down. With Simone Biles, because Simone Biles is about a joke. Why? Why do I think this? Because Simone like, Biles is the greatest. It, it, she has a, money. She's like she a has... fucking multi-millionaire. I think. Yeah. It was not that hard for her to pull out because she really had nothing to lose. Yeah, I she, I agree with that. Like, somebody else in the Olympics, or actually, you know what? Let's take UFC fighters. They right. get paid like dog shit for the amount yeah. of work that they put in. They literally do not have the luxury to pull out of a fight for like mental health reasons. Right. I mean, if they do, it's like they they are taking a risk. Yeah, point very well taken. Yeah. I agree. And it's so like, I mean, I know you're not like making like some grandiose point about that. I'm just like right. kind of like taking this as an opportunity to get in there. Like people who are like, oh, she's so brave and she's just like me. She's not like nah, you, nah, you she's, fucking idiot. Yeah. She's like rich as shit. This is actually going to be good for her brand. Yeah. She's yeah. going to get so much social capital because mental health now for like most people on like Instagram and the way it's like brand friendly. You know what I think it basically means now? Basically means taking PTO. Yeah. That is like the way pe- most people process it now. Yeah. It's not 
nearly as like complicated of a, of a topic as it really is like the it, way we talk it about it should be it should be it, because it is a complicated thing yeah like there is that line about oh we shouldn't associate or stigmatize mental health with violence mm. and broadly speaking I, I agree like not all mental health is related to violence but like there is cases where that's true and you have yeah. to learn how to contend with it you can't just say look oh that's wrong to say because like well no there there is instances where that's true it's just like what do we do about that yeah. is, is the issue and i think this this topic also goes into how again this kind of turns into what's your what's your social status if you're privileged enough to take time off like you were saying with yeah. ufc fighters versus simone biles yeah and simone biles is like uh, it's it's difficult because we tend to like she's a top of her game yeah Muhammad he's literally the most important figure in muslim history we're talking we're talking about lebron they're very clear-cut like you know fucking mo- not i'm gonna say monoliths but they're very high up icons that yeah. are very it's a it's a very specific topic yeah. to them they're different they're not like representative of like a much bigger yeah. population i'm sure there's other like girls on the usa team who couldn't afford to you know like to yeah. take out because people again, on simone biles team like probably also have like concerns about this stuff yeah but it's like oh if i back out i'm like fucked yeah no one's gonna see my name no one's gonna yeah. see me on stage no one gives a shit. people give a shit about simone biles she can do whatever the hell she wants so i agree slash i will just add add like a caveat to like it doesn't really like it's it's not punching down on simone biles because uh-huh. she has such a status yeah but to me in the sense of her v- her being a victim yeah. of sexual assault it, to I do I do think it's kind of punching down I th- uh-huh. no matter like if you're a millionaire billionaire yeah. I think it's still kind of a little bit of a like a I mean, low you're, shot you're like you're right right like it is punching down I guess my point is though there's a difference between punching down when the person like literally has nothing, nothing yeah. versus like yeah. at I most agree. you're like this person just can get like her feelings it's like okay Um, so, damn, should we just wrap it up? What were you going to say? I was just going to try to turn this into how people, like, think, like, billionaires, right? Like, Rihanna and LeBron became billionaires, and people are like, oh, my God, good for them. But then they're, like, bitching about Jeff Bezos. Yeah. That's pretty much the point. Yeah, I mean, basically, the point is, like, just because you like him. Like, the problem is not, like, oh, that Jeff Bezos is a bad person and LeBron isn't. It's like, the billion dollars is a problem. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think this is good. I think this is a good, this is a great episode. I don't think you're going to have to do much editing on this. I don't. I honestly don't think so. I'll do a transition into you going like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> like, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, do, yeah. like I'm gonna go tra- do music and be like, "Oh shit!" Uh, yeah. Dude, wrap this up. Yeah, just make your point real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, we're 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 coming up on an hour. We're yeah. Uh, we're kind of going back to our roots because this is our tenth episode. Yes, sir. Our first episode, which as we said before, we're never gonna release. Nope. Unless you're very special to us, Unless you might hear it. We'll, we'll leak you the audio. It was kind of similar. Like, it was very, like, rambling. We're like, oh, shit. So, yeah. like, it's kind of like a callback. Although, I think this is generally more structured because we had, like, a main topic of focus. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to sign off. Also, because it is 10 o'clock. Yeah, so I've got plans tomorrow morning. Uh, so, I got to go. Uh, but, again, guys, thank you so much for all the, the love, support, and fucking show more love. Like us on Spotify our next goal, and Apple Podcasts. Our next goal is to hit 100 followers. Hey, listen, we follow back, too. Follow for a follow, fam. Yeah, get your clout. Yeah. You can, like, ignore us. Well, I don't you, care. You well, can have one us. extra like on your pictures if you really want from the Hot Pocket Podcast, baby. Yeah. But, yeah, that's next on the docket. So this is our 10th episode, and hopefully you guys will stick around for the next 10 and whatever happens after that. We're heading out. Let's do it.